right, we back, we live, we direct. It's episode 59 of the COD. One more for the big six zero. So yeah, tune in for that. Let's but uh on two two it, two, two Tuesday. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. On the two 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 Tuesday. Come on, man. Y'all know the vibes. It's a very, very, very special episode, but let's get into it, bro. What where we where have we been the last two weeks? Um well, we know the Rams won the Super Bowl. 100 yes, percent Um Team LeBron just won the all-star game. Steph Curry. Yes, sir. MVP 50 points, yes, 16, sir. 16 points made. The, I mean 16 threes made history. What what's what's it called? The uh the uh 75, the NBA 75 team. Yeah, they had the 75 list. They did that throughout the all-star game. Um Jordan was, was looking drunk. Jordan was funny as hell. They was he like was Jordan. grabbing people. They was like Jordan around a, a drunk uncle. Yeah. Hey, hey, he was in there having a good time, man. I seen him with uh, my man Rodman up in there. Yeah. The worm, if yeah, you will. Yeah, like, yeah, I saw the interaction with him and Luca was funny as hell. And then when uh Cat walked over, he was funny as fuck. He like hit the fuck up. <laughs> right, it was just right. like that man Jordan was chilling though. You know, it was a sad that we never really saw Jordan. You know, we always see Jordan in a serious moment. You know, people be like, oh, he don't really fuck with nobody. But it was yeah. just like, you know, he was out, he there, was out showing, there having fun. Yeah. Having fun, showing love. You know, it was what we dope. think about the dunk contest, man. I didn't really watch that shit. I heard <laughs> it was, I mean, obviously over the years, you know, it's kind of lost its, uh, its, I guess, original value or lost the quality factor a little bit. But I mean, it was interesting. I, I from the few dunks I saw, I saw somebody try to dunk with Tim's on. That was like, all right. And then <laughs> somebody had like a somebody had like a chain with the iPhone on it, right? And it was right. a highlight. It was a highlight of him playing. And I thought he was gonna dunk with that, but he took off the chain and just did another dunk. So I was like, all right. He said he was wearing an NFT. I was like, all right. It's, it's, oh, it's a lot of theatrics. It's going crazy. It's going crazy. It's it's worth yeah. Theatrics it's like, yeah he I'm, did I'm, a normal dunk. I'm like, what What was the whole chain and the NFT for? Like, you didn't know. Nah, like man, it's been for years, too, bro. And I think y'all can agree with me. Might be popular, you know, opinion might not be. But the dunk contest kind of lost its uh, appeal because the best dunkers in the league are never a part of it. I mean, and everybody nowadays wants to focus on the three point shot instead of right. you know, dunking or anything else. So, yeah, right. change back, a little bit. Back in the day, you had Vince Carter's. You had, you know what I'm saying? You had, you had dudes who were Sean Kemp's. You had dudes who Jordan. Were, yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Even I feel like, even with the fact that it's not that really big, many big names, it's just like, what more can they really truly fucking do? You know, like, it's just like, it's a, it's a form of, um, you know, athleticism at this point, you feel me? Like, it ain't even about who really the best dunker is. It's like, what the fuck can you really do? You feel me? Like, I'm like, I be watching these random, random ass motherfuckers in the gym just doing some dunks, and I'm like, damn, had they put this in the all star like a dunk contest, this would be some shit that I get a 10. But it's just like, I feel like with nowadays, it's more, it's more athleticism as opposed to like, you know, 
going out there and being like, hey, let's put the best dunkers in this motherfucker. You feel me? Yeah. Like, it, it, even if we were to do that, like, let's say we put LeBron, John Morant, and motherfucking... Right. I was like, where's LeBron? I mean, I LeBron mean, it was, just, it was just, it was just get the views up. You feel me? Like it yeah. wouldn't be, it's just like, what is LeBron going to actually fucking like, is he going to hey, look, 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 actually jump over the rim type shit? Like jump from I seen LeBron three point line type shit. Like what do you I've, do? I, I've seen LeBron uh, announced that he, you know, he wants to play long enough so that he could play with Bronny. So he's right. basically saying his last year is going to be, Bronny's first year so he wants to leave after playing a full season you know with his son I don't know if it's on the same team or just the league in general no, I think he was trying I, to say same team from what I from what I understand it's the same team basically saying because he basically said money wouldn't be a factor in the play like he would sign for whatever he would he would give off yeah he would yeah, give he up would sign so for whatever much, and I'm like that was an interesting take you know I definitely saw that and a lot of people were saying like oh that's basically just him buying Bronny's ticket to first first exactly that, that's because that's yeah, one I'm thing like, I thought like I thought about we talked like, about that we talked I, about that too. how do you but how do you guarantee because the way he talking right I was like oh you talking like you about to be on the same team but it's almost like how do you guarantee, right? Because like, look I mean, at the shit, ball he family. He can guarantee. Oh, he can, he can. But I was saying, I mean, like, look at the ball family. Like, you know, Buddy was like confident, like, yo, my sons are gonna get in the NBA. They're gonna do this, this, and that. And well, when they did a... get in the NBA, they just kind of went to teams. You know, it wasn't necessarily. I think Lonzo did go to the Lakers. Like, yeah, he was well, saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. But it's like it's more like this. You got to think about like this. Like, it's more as a marketing thing. You feel me? Like, yeah. It, it, Regardless of whoever the fuck wins the first round draft pick that year, he gonna make sure that the Lakers get him like, or whatever team. It, he it don't even matter if the Lakers get him because it's like you got to think about it like this. Everybody's gonna have their draft stock regardless. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like that's just that's, that's gonna happen. Like there's gonna be scouts, motherfuckers gonna do that regardless if Bronny go play in college. If he don't, so how does the fuck he do? So it's just how like does LeBron, he's gonna be ranked yeah. up there. So it's just like the thing is they already putting him in the top five you feel me but it's just like niggas will take him as number one just to get that lebron deal package you feel me like well, I don't well that's know what how, i was saying like i don't know how that's gonna work out for your team trying to win a championship but it's just gonna be that'll be the package you feel me like i'm trying to thing. figure out like is lebron saying whatever team that he's playing on like brian you coming here or no, is he saying like whatever team wherever drafts, you get drafted, drafted I'm going he'll over go there. there. Yeah, he'll go okay, there. That's okay. what I'm looking at. So that's what I'm like. Because I mean, this is last he does time. have enough pull. He does have enough yeah, pull in the league. Pull. I feel like he like, can do that. He can say, "Come over here." And it's just like he gonna set his contracts up to make sure it's possible. You feel me? Like yeah. think about it. Like I'm pretty sure he's out of his contract at the end of this year. At the end of this year, because he has the player option or whatever the fuck LeBron does every three years. You feel me? Like he doesn't. His contracts are not that long, other than really three years. You feel me? So it's just like yeah. he he, he already got he already got paid yeah, in LA. Yeah, that's what he gonna, he already got paid in LA. And he gonna flip it to do yeah. whatever the fuck he wants to do. You feel me? For the future of whenever whenever Bronny gets in the league, like I don't even my know. idea. My that's idea, idea for Bron. What I kind of want to see is that last year that when when Bronny gets in the league and we all know that that's going to be your retirement year, participate in the dunk contest. Give us one dunk contest for your whole career. No, I don't see that. <laughs> Come on. No, no, I don't think he's going to do it. You don't, don't, don't want to see old, old man still. LeBron dunk. Cause, cause he, cause he, 
Hey, first of all, he he ain't gonna want to be. Uh, that he had. He don't want to be showed up by some young cat. He ain't gonna want to be showed up by some young cat. He a old. He gonna be an older dude. I think that you know the basketball American dream is to hoop with your son. So I agree with what Gordo said. Like he gonna go wherever. You know what I'm saying? Like he. Oh no, gonna he gonna that. do that. I'm just saying that year. He's not gonna give participate in the dunk yeah, contest. That's all. He, he can still play with his son and dunk. Yeah, he ain't gonna yeah. do that. He ain't gonna do oh, that. No, he's not giving us that. <laughs> he ain't doing once that. in your in your whole career, once, man. That's like he acting fans. like his knees gonna go to much. dust. That's too much fan <laughs> service. Come on, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he, like I said, he got a leg- legacy to protect. He ain't finna get out there with them young boys. You know, I'd rather have the dunk contest over Space Jam too. <laughs> oh man! Are you just shooting shots right now, fool? Hey man, hey, that's all. That's all. I mean, hey, just shooting shots. Look at the fucking Lakers; they horrible <laughs> shit. Right, 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 right. Hey, Davis hold on, hold on, hold on. Again. Let's, t- yo, yo, give me your opinion on Westbrook and what he's really doing out here, because it's like it's, oh, it just no. seems like it's a lot of bricking. I mean, man. he's been the he's been the type to take a lot of shots, but it seems like it's like, damn, son, like you lost some of this. This, you know, what's going on? It was like folks lost the secret sauce or whatever. That's, the fuck you I didn't want to keep going with the Space Jam, but like, yo, but it's just my like, stars I don't know, like I, I, I don't know, like it's just like you know, sometimes like the thing is, what they say is a lot of players give with LeBron and they diminish. You feel me? Just yeah. because it's just like the system not built around them anymore. And mm-hmm. it's just like Russell been one of those motherfuckers. Like as you can see, like every team that he's gone through since the OKC Thunder yeah. have you know said fuck it, we gonna rebuild. Mm-hmm. He really ain't been. He's not. He's not like a, he a not, role he not, player. He wants to be the star. Yeah, he can't fit into a system and play a role. It seems like you know, like even with. Hey, but if we're being honest, man, he ain't been shit but a role player, bro. Uh, like, I mean, hell no, because it's like shit. If he was a role player, they would have won. If if he was a role player, KD would have left, never left. You feel me? Like that's no, like, but, that's, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Anytime they make him an all star, they don't they don't do shit. So he needs I to mean, learn how to. So he, he he he's a role player. He needs to learn how to be a role player. Is what I'm saying. I mean, they I keep putting him in. I don't think he's a role player at all, honestly. I think he's just a motherfucker that just – he wants to win. but He, he just wants to win. He want to win on his terms as opposed to, like, I'm going to make a sacrifice and do this shit for the right. team. You feel me? Like, that's a role player. Like, at the end of the day, like, it's like me personally coming up to the team with motherfuckers that got hella people. You feel me? I'm not going to be out there trying to think that I'm going to score 30 every fucking game unless – it's designed, the offense is designed for that. The offense is designed for only motherfucking LeBron and AD to really truly eat. You motherfuckers are supposed to just make the shots when it's time for you to make your shot. Like you I was gonna say, he like that nigga, he like that nigga in the, in the gym who who loud as hell thinking he could hoop, always want the ball, but, but I mean, he, he keep can losing. hoop, but it's just he like, keep losing. It's just, it's just it, he can hoop, but it's just like right now the offense ain't designed for you to ball out. Like the offense is designed for them niggas to ball out and the team to win. And you not getting in a team not winning, and they niggas not, and AD just really ain't got it this year right now because he just stay fucking hurt. So is it the system or is it him though? No, because Frank Vogel really not a bad coach. If you really look at the plays that he make, it's just like shit. Think about it. Russell Westbrook just not making no fucking shots. Like as like as Ryan said, like he's breaking shit. Like you can't be you can't be mad at me at the system because I'm making I'm giving you the opportunity to make your shots right. and you get like think about it. 
certain motherfuckers gonna get two shots a game, certain motherfuckers gonna get five shots a game, maybe six, seven. You feel me? That's four, that's 14 fucking points potentially more. You feel me? Regardless of whether the fuck you're gonna put points on the board. Whether the fuck you make them seven fucking shots, five out of seven, six out of the seven, that's up to you. But that man is really at a low ass percentage of making shots. Like that's just no, but that's but that's what I was saying too, bro. Like that's he's not off the, that's, that's not the coaching. That's you. Like get your ass in right. the gym, either figure right. out some fucking rhythm. At this point, figure out how to be the assist man. I don't know what the fuck. No, no, but that's what. Really, <laughs> like, hey, hey, I agree with you. You saying what I was saying. He needs to learn how to fuck be a role player, like, bro. That's why I fuck with niggas. He like needs to Lonzo. learn how to be a role player. Feel me, like Lonzo. If he can't fucking score, he gonna at least go give me some motherfucking assist and go get some hey, fucking Lonzo, steals. Hey, You you feel me? He gonna ball. Like that's what I'm saying. Niggas like certain niggas ain't did shit they whole motherfucking basketball career other than fucking just score points. You feel me? So it's just like, yep. you, like once you can't do that no motherfucking more, you really inefficient and your ass is finding yourself a ticket out of this fucking league. Simple yeah, as that. Yeah, 100%. Like, 100%. Like, we don't want no motherfucking inefficient, inefficient ass triple doubles. Like, that shit, that ain't, we ain't, like, the Lakers not in rebuild, so we don't need 30, 38 triple doubles that come with motherfucking L's and no fucking real wins. You feel me? Like, that shit right. over with. Like, motherfuckers trying to win, like. Everybody trying, and that's the crazy thing about it now. Like everybody's truly trying to win. It ain't Everybody even about. It ain't even a like a lot of motherfuckers saying fuck that rebuild shit. I'm finna try to win with what I got and try to pick up some pieces at this point, as you can see in the league. Hey, on that note, let's pivot. Tristan Thompson, give it to me. Uh, his ass better not bring none of that drama. That's all I can say. Like. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, he helped us get a little bit of size that I feel like we, we kind of lacking. Right. Other, than, other than that, he ain't really finna do shit other than grab rebounds and, like I say, make them two, like them little couple baskets when you fucking need, we we give them to you, you feel me? Ain't like your ass ain't, we ain't running no offense through no Tristan Thompson. His ass is just really finna be. I think, he, I, think we, yeah, I don't know if we talked player. about this, but, but I was talking to somebody and uh, they had mentioned that, that Vooch, that's kind of what Vooch was, was lacking was a little toughness. So I think that adding Tristan, Tristan down low with him. I think that it gives us that toughness, you know what I mean? And, and I mean, yeah, but it's just like shit. At this point, I don't think nobody was really bullying us. It's just like shit. It's like shit. You can't stop Joel and B, and you can't stop right. motherfucking. You can't stop uh Jockish. You like you can't like. There's no like I say. It's just certain motherfuckers because the offense is ran through them. We're not gonna stop them. You feel me? Like we can just slow them down a little bit, keep the pace of the game, probably take the lead. But it ain't no really no stopping him. Like as with LeBron, like ain't no stopping LeBron. Like you could see, we he's still gonna fucking eat and get his points. With Russell Westbrook, we don't fucking know. Like we, the offense ain't being ran through him, so we can't have really speculate that. But as we see, that nigga ain't getting it. Like simple as that. Right. But I do. I I fuck with the Thompson the, the Thompson pickup. Like I say, I think he adds a really you know, offensive, like a kind of new, not even, I mean, defensive motherfucking dynamic to us, you know, strengthen us on the defensive side. But I'm like, he also give us a body to go bang with them big men, you know, because I feel like we, we don't really have that many efficient big men on our team other than Vooch. And then, right. um, what the fuck? We got plenty of, plenty of threes and two guards. Yeah, yeah sure. that's what I said. We got a lot of two guards, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I was just saying that right now we overloaded loaded with the guards, and that's why I was kind of like happy we didn't pick up Dragic. You feel me? Because he went to the Nets, which is so crazy to me. Um, but I really do uh, feel like we need some bigger size bodies. You know, if we can get us a 
another big size body or uh, we probably gonna be able to do shit till all season but shit you know he i feel like thompson will be able to do what he do if he stay efficient and you know he keep us in the game you know because it's like right now we still number one we still battling for that first seed you feel me so yeah awesome we wait wait we uh neck and neck with the heat right yeah we neck and neck with the heat so i'm like you know i'm i'm Oh, I'm, Miami, like, I'm like shit, you know. I don't, I feel like we don't need no distractions coming in, you know. When we come back to when 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 shit pop oh, back shit. off on Thursday, you know, we gonna have dinner almost a full loaded team except for you know the people that like we gonna have Zach back fully, you know. We ain't gonna have Lonzo and Caruso and and Williams, but it's like shit, you know. When they do come back. Pat Will probably won't be back until next year, but it's like shit. When Lonzo and Caruso come back, I expect us to be you know, either securing that number one seed or niggas gonna know, like, hey, the Bulls going number two in the fucking, uh, in the East. You feel me? Like, it's gonna be either one of those two. Like, cause I can, like, I can see, like, the only, like I say, the only people I can see coming out here in the ground running and trying to take, oh, taking over us is motherfucking the Brooklyn Nets at this point. Yeah. Hey, man, they, That's let's talk the about their new pickups, man, with Harden. <laughs> Man, with Ben Simmons going with uh yeah. the, the Ben Simmons Harden trade, yeah, and, yeah, and they then yeah. loaded up with Seth Curry and all of them motherfuckers, you know. And then, like I say, and then they just signed Dragic. Like I said, they they hey they they said fuck it, you know. It's like they said we 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 lost we lost, but we gained. You feel me? And they knew it's like the thing is they knew what they was gonna get. You feel me? And then it's just like now it's just like you got a lot of motherfuckers that, like I said, you got a lot of motherfuckers that are committed to playing a role you feel me right. like james harden i don't know if he was committed you feel me and i don't think i don't think even even with Kyrie coming in saying like yeah we gonna be the best and all this shit motherfucker you are a part-time basketball player at this point Damn. 100%. like we don't even like are you gonna <laughs> like like you saying that shit don't even mean shit because at the end of the day you are, you gonna, are you finna play the rest of these fucking games with the team into the playoffs and the whole playoffs you feel me we don't know mm-hmm. that, so we don't even give yeah. a fuck about what you're saying. But everybody else, I know that they committed. They they are they will be committed to playing that they role. You feel me? The pick the new pickups and all that they got. Seth Curry, you feel me? He's a great ass shooter. You feel me? Damn there. If he keep at it, he can be up there with his damn brother. If he keeps shooting the way he's shooting, you feel me? Like honestly, like I think he can do it. Ben Simmons, I'm just you know I'm excited to see what he's actually gonna fucking do. You feel me? Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about this in a you know previous episode, right? About Ben Simmons' mental health uh, yeah. issues over at Philly. So, uh, you know, let's see. Does the mental health just uh, conveniently go away? Like, hey, I'm I'm out the gym. So, I mean, if he pulled a, if he pulled a Harden, you feel me? That was it. Could have been what's necessary because if he come out shooting threes this year, yeah. the, the rest of the season and into the playoffs or whatever the fuck he does, it's gonna be a laugh in other motherfuckers' faces. Like, shit, we took. Should Blake Griffin act like he couldn't dunk until he got to motherfucking Brooklyn? Should like, so it's like shit. Everybody, James Harden, damn it, like he was fat and out of shape until he got to Brooklyn. So we gonna see damn near Ben. Hey, Simmons. people, we, we people gonna, don't want to talk about the fat suit. We gonna we, we gonna see if Ben Simmons can. <laughs> we gonna see if he can shoot threes when he gets to Brooklyn. Shit, at this yes, point, yes sir, yes sir. So, so hey, what would y'all think about the? Uh... You know, obviously, we started off with Super Bowl. We went to basketball. But what did y'all think about the uh, halftime show? Oh, it was dope. I fuck with it. I love it. I loved it. I loved it. I think I, th- I think that all the all the backlash that happened for the halftime show was generational qualms. You know what I'm saying? Of course. It's, of course. it's, it's people. 
you 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 got you got younger people over here who don't realize that none of the artists that they love and they like wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for Dr. Dre, if it wasn't for Eminem, if it wasn't for exactly. 50. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for Mary J. Blige. And then you got another group over here who's just like old old as hell, who's like, oh man, it should have been fish. You know, <laughs> it should have been uh Guns N' Roses. Yeah, like, yeah, come on, man. Yeah. Like, Hey, but on the, other, on the other side, on the other side, seventy percent. Hold on, but these seventy percent loved it. Yeah, yeah. So. I feel like that's what I'm saying. But I feel like they really tried to appeal to both sides. You feel me? Like they got Eminem. You feel me? Like right, like right. like that's yeah. y'all people's champs. Damn near in the, in the right, right. like in the genre of hip hop, like, the culture. Yeah, like how can you really be mad? Because at the end of the day, like. <laughs> We accept Eminem, you feel me? So it's just like we like they didn't think it like, yeah, don't they accept Eminem as well? So white people should accept that shit. So it's just like I don't know. I feel like it was just a like you say, just a mix, a bunch of mixed reviews, because it's just like people so used to that. Oh, we're gonna have somebody rock star it out. Like nobody that shit getting old. Like, right. Exactly. People like, be falling asleep, changing the channel, doing anything. And that's what I'm saying. They trying to they trying to keep them ratings up, you know, people pay exactly on top of that. You know the companies that are paying for advertised placement are like you better keep motherfuckers looking at this damn channel out of my commercial plan. You feel me? So it's yeah. just like it's All just right. like factors All like right. shit like that factor in. And of it, course, they me? went through the uh, they went through the whole Colin Kaepernick. Now they got Jay Z working with them. So yeah. culturally, they're trying to build themselves back up because they took a That's little me. bit of a hit. They took yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah, of a hit. Cultural equity. That, so cultural equity. Yeah, and then on top of that, you know, they was like they on oh, the the not kneeling shit was still even a far a part of this a part of this super. Bowl. Oh yeah, yeah, they um, didn't they didn't want they didn't want uh Eminem. they didn't want Eminem to kneel and he still kneels and shit. Like yeah, that. Still it's like so that's what I'm saying. It's a it's a it's still a culture building type of aspect. You feel me? That they you know that they doing in the NFL just to you know build back up the the ratings. You know, build back up the community side of you know the fans you feel me so it's like you know it's like like we say it was like me personally i feel like it was a great pick of you know artists that could that you know like i say was i don't i listen to eminem don't get me wrong but i don't listen to eminem like that you feel me all the time yeah you feel me i mean february is black history month too so fuck them (laughs) hey hey but think about this though (laughs) you know earlier (laughs) earlier you know you Paul, you had said about you know generationally, right? There there might have been a divide. On the other hand, though, for people who did get it, I feel like generationally this thing actually super worked because like when I was watching it with my parents, right? Of course, okay, rap music, you know, their kids or or me and my siblings, we listen to rap music, so they understand it, right? Even though that might not be their first music that they go to listen to. I was mad surprised and I was actually like, yo, this is a dope moment when it started. Like my mom, my dad, they bopping. They actually know the songs just because like when you think about it over time, these songs. been Oh, yeah. However long. So you you thinking like, oh, yeah, this is this is my stuff. Like, hold on. Like I'm tuning in. They that's start they going shit. crazy, yeah. and they they actually like, oh, I know this song. Yeah, that's I know like that the song. old. I know this. I'm like, the older eh. schools, like they was like, yeah, this is my shit. You know, Mary yeah. got up there. They like, you know, the aunties. Come on, the dancery. You feel? Me? <laughs> Everybody <laughs> knows. Going crazy. No my Hey, but for real, it just felt like everybody. Yeah, it felt like everyone at least in my crib. 
understood it. You know what I mean? Right. Now, and, and, you know, there's yeah. another and, side but, of America we know, but at least in mine, it was like, damn, there's a couple I, ages out here and we all rocking. I feel like everybody. Hey, hey my, my parents. Yeah, my parents did too, bro. I mean, yeah. Dr. Dre, he was in the NWA. Like, come, come on, man. man. That's, 90s, you know, so that's early 90s. Yeah, early yeah. 90s. Yeah. So, I mean, come it on, Snoop. Here, bro. So, it's like, liked it, man. You, you know, it, it touched enough people. Like I said, I it was very love, culturally relevant, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It was a lot of, it was, it was, it was, it was good. Hey, and, and hold on. Now, now, you know, music aside. They went LA as hell. They went super LA. Like, oh yeah, the dancers the was all bro. The dancers was dressed in dickies doing a coordinated crip walk on national TV, the biggest <laughs> event. I was like, this is insane. Like, this is it insane. Was, it was LA as fuck. No, it was definitely some homage to. Oh, you right. And then and then Snoop wore the blue paisley fit. They they had him smoking a blunt like backstage. I saw that video. And then Snoop I mean, threw up the C's. I, I mean, was like, shit. they went crazy. It's, they really it's like, on, think about bro. this shit. The, the Chicago Bears in the motherfucking Super Bowl. Yeah. Like you, you get Kanye, Kanye up there and then Kanye brings out Ruga or something. With, you know? with, with, <laughs> with Dirk and motherfucking yeah. Chief and exactly. Twister. That's really what it was. Like bro, they put we, on for that their be, that, that, that yeah. event They put on for their city and that shit gave them some love and you know the team mm-hmm. actually pulled that shit out. You feel me? So and it was one. like that was a big ass moment for LA. You feel me? So it's just like shit. Like it was it was like I say it was yeah. it was dope. You feel me? Like dope as fuck. To think about like in reality like shit if we can if you if that can i mean be, that's if that could be something that they do for every super bowl like get an artist come from on the team that's competing <laughs> or something like that yeah. or from this the city from or that city, that's city. That'd yeah crazy. that'd be that'd be that'd crazy. Be crazy like that'll be that'll that'll keep the culture of super bowl alive and keep halftime really interesting yeah because like, like, yeah. not only is it the teams representing but hey now you got you know Somebody. some artists representing and things like that That'd be that'd be in my head. I was in my head. I was really watching history, though, bro, because you got to think about it. It's their team playing a Super Bowl in a city with their artists. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's huge. That's huge. Now, hold on. Hold on. What we we think about 50, man? He got back in the G unit tank top. He had original 50 chain. People keep on hanging. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Let me say. Let me say this. Let me say this real quick. Before y'all say that, entertaining theatrics moment. You right. Know what I mean? like, right. Let me say. Let me say this before y'all say. Yeah. Hey, 50, hey, 50, 50 is a business, bro. And yeah. no press is bad press when you a no. business. No. You feel me? You did it. And, and he took it. He ran with it. He was a good sport about it. He was like, yep. shit, who, who told him to hang upside down? Like, he made fun yeah. of it. You know, he was, he's hey. memes and everything. But at the same time, he still did it. That's the thing. Like, you could say, yeah, okay, he he's old and whatnot. But the, the man did lift himself back up, grab the shit, and let himself down. You know what I mean? He didn't need help getting down from there. So, to me, I was I like, he you still got some. Yeah, you still got something to pull yourself up. I'm like, too out of shape. You feel me? Like, he ain't doing jail workouts every day no more. But I'm like, he's too out of shape. I just feel like he's on the internet just be eating shit up. But then it's just like, shit, he rich. Fuck is you saying? I'm going to get fat, too. Fuck is you saying? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You see how many shows are on stars? I can't wait to. I can't. Tommy out now. 
Say force out now. Right. Hey, have you have we got to talk about force? We got to talk about force. Let's talk about hey, it. Let's though, talk about it since we just went they to the really room. are in Chicago. And, hey, and when I right. say they really are in Chicago, right. like they sure Chicago are. Yeah, all the scenes are authentic. And I'm talking about the locations are authentic. And at least for a few of the people, like the uh, little bro, the guy who got his bigger, you know, he he uh, picked up his bigger bro from jail. Mm-hmm. The uh, the boxer and whatnot. Yeah, diamond. Yeah, his his little bro who's like running the streets and whatnot. Yeah, the CBI. That man's lines actually sound like a real Chicagoan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, I gotta say something. Hey, that, and so, I got so Jeremiah in there. So 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 uh, Joseph Sakura, right? I hope I'm saying yeah, his Joseph, name right. Joseph Sakura. Yeah, he, I actually met him before. He's from Chicago. Okay, actually, so it kind of makes is. sense because he, yeah. He's from Chicago. No, yeah, bro. I was correctly. Is Joseph from? I think he actually is from Chicago, which is. I was just mad. I was just mad impressed yeah. that like they're no, mad I, authentic, and the only reason I keep saying that is because look at the shy, right? Oh yeah, we got yeah, our, yeah. We got our oh, gripes yeah. with the shy. We got our gripes with the shy, and uh, Lena, she's from Chicago, so like when when she got that opportunity to write a show called The Shy about Chicago, you would think like everything you're looking for is like yo do us justice and maybe the first few episodes people were like they got some things right or whatnot and then you know over time like right now it's kind of like hey you, you guys might have dropped the ball a little bit you know, so the shy kind of fell off but right now it seems no, like force force force, force, is showing them, force is like even with chicago pd and shit like that i feel yeah. like force is really showing motherfuckers like I don't know if Fifty just or the stars just got that much flex. Hired like, somebody like, from but Chicago. It's like, like, it's, but it's like, but it's like, I actually know a person that was actually on the filming crew with them and like working the camera and doing shutting up shots and stuff like that. And so when he had told me like, man, we gonna be in like this is shit is in Chicago. I knew for a fact that it was gonna be in Chicago. Like it's gonna be around parts that we gonna be like, hey, damn, that's really the corner store over there, such and such. You feel me? Like, damn, they go to Green Line. You feel me? Like folks riding down fucking Lake short drive for real for real like he in the city he in the loop right, <laughs> right. Now, yeah down state street michigan and half like like and bro like it's shit like that and i'm like you know i feel like maybe it was him because you got to think about it like now that i thought about it like joseph Zucor is from chicago and he actually went to columbia college and shit like that so Word. it's like he's yeah. Like yeah. he's part of this city. Like he's he knows the city. You feel well, me? Like bro. So it's just like he probably was like, hey man, like if we gonna do this shit, we gotta actually do this shit in the city, like as opposed to what a lot it's of we talked like, about bro, this. But like we it, it's not just the city, my bad. It's not just the city, but it's like real, like real life locations. Like you, you remember, you remember where I used to work down by uh Echo and whatnot. Yeah, right, in that right, in yeah. that same building. So wherever, you know, the closest train station, that that brown line, when you're yeah. walking up there, right when you get to that brown line, you know, you pass a few galleries like loft mm-hmm. lofts right there. Life galleries in up. that bro. In that episode, I said that was that West that's, Loop gallery. Yep, exactly. Gallery. That's West where he Loop, went yep. in with the with the dude and Cook, the coke. The, and the coke and I'm <laughs> like, hey, yo, I'm like, yo, I was walking by there all the time like that. And it's a real you, gallery. You, they you, was you be in. sitting I'm there, like, you be like, bro, yeah. you be sitting there like, damn, these are really like locations that we damn near have walked past or actually been inside or damn near yeah. just, you know, was in the part of the neighborhood. And this is actually them shooting. It. So I'm like, I know people that are going that see in their neighborhoods are like, man, that shit cold as fuck to them. You feel me? Like, bro, it, 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 it's and even little shit. City. 
even little shit because there was one scene where uh tommy brought his brother some pizza and they open the pizza it's not a deep dish it's it's like a square cut pizza i'm like yo they really doing it like exactly real chicago shit you feel like we talked about this when we were talking about the shot we were like man like shorty might be from chicago but she went out out there like that like if you're gonna make it she wasn't outside if you're gonna make a, a movie about chicago if you're gonna involve chicago have chicago you, you gotta have real chicago people like you know what i mean and, yeah. and like you said the, the lingo or the spots to go to the food that we eat like that's that's i mean we know if it's authentic or not yeah <laughs> like no no for the real. dude is I talking do. he's saying stuff like buddy goofy right. you know i'm like yeah, hey right. man, like, no like, no yeah buddy yeah. ass definitely i gotta look at right. that like, good, good goofy he ass out here he got, he, got exactly. the, he got the demeanor definitely down pack i don't know yeah. where, he, where he learned it from he got it down pack but i do wish that right right was, right this, some of the acting needs to be a little bit better, though. The I first think. episode wasn't that great. It stepped up a little bit, but, you know, I, I think mean, it's going to... the first episode did it for me, shit. He put a couple niggas in the ground, shit. He you did. Know, Tommy, he did. I'm like, Tommy ass always, you know, and then it's just like, shit, we really, we really learning, you know, this is a really... I do like the aspect how... of me learning about Tommy's background and how this yeah. shit all, and, and what type of person he really is, you feel me? Now One thing I like, on. though, is is in this show, the references to Ghost, you can kind of see, like, Tommy's like, oh, yeah, like, like, it's not like he, you know, it's kind of like he feeling some remorse because, yeah. you know, everybody wanted to kill Ghost at once, right? And then and then we, we see what actually happened and who actually did it. And, and in the uh, Tariq show, when you hear about Ghost, it's like, oh man, Ghost really knew what he was doing or I don't want to end up like my dad or, you know, the letter he got in jail and stuff like that. It's still kind of like, you feel me? Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So then you hear in this Tommy, the shorty was like asking about, oh, is Ghost going to come to Chicago? And dude was like, nah, he's dead. And she was all like, oh man, salute, pour one out to to Ghost. And he was like, yeah, and it shows like, damn, he actually kind of feels fucked up. Like, damn, I mean, I even in that first episode when he had that, like that moment of that breakdown in the car where you like, you see the flashbacks of everything. He, the last one is really ghost dying and him leaving. You feel me like that shit? Like, I feel like with this, you know, we see an episode, we see a kind of part of where like, okay, like, you know, I feel like, you know, but even that's just speaking on the relationship between him and ghost, you feel me? Like yeah, that's why I'm saying the show is really kind of crazy because it's like he he loses his brother from the streets, but he goes and finds his blood brother. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So it's like it's a really crazy dynamic on how he, they playing that because it's like he looking for like he looking out for him the same way Ghost looked out for him and how him and Ghost looked out for each other. You feel me? Yeah, that's fine. So it's it's a it's a crazy dynamic because at the end of the day, we really don't know how involved his his brother is with the streets but we know for a fact that his nephew is with the shits yeah and mm-hmm. so when that come into so that's what i'm saying like when that come into play and he figure out who he is has a like how that's like that's gonna be a big dynamic for tommy you feel me like okay he actually do got a nephew something so that's gonna be another relationship that he can have with somebody like similar to cash you feel me but he got somebody oh yeah cash. and so speaking like, of speaking of the nephew i mean you know, of course, the nephew's young, but then you also see another Chicago dynamic with the young boys of Chicago, just yeah, the young, they, the they young kids. Shit. They're drilling. Yeah. They so. 
So it's just like that shit's like that's Authentic, what I'm saying. With, yeah, so it's like they really it's like a little it's they did a lot of good, you know, writing and kind of like that's what I'm saying, planning ahead. Like I don't think we're gonna get a lot of this shit in season one. We can't hope to get a lot of this shit in season one, but it's like they really laying a solid foundation for Tommy yeah. to have this a significant spinoff as like they did with uh with ghost shit, the uh power, yeah. the book power two ghosts, you feel mm-hmm. me? See, uh series, you feel me? So it's like I'm like 50 building a, a decent little motherfucking power universe, you feel me? So it's just yeah. like I, I kind of I, I, I can't wait to see um, you know, you know, they got the Tate spinoff supposedly happening. No, you know, that's, that's gonna, gonna be wild. That, that's gonna be interesting type of house right. of cards type of shit. But it's just like you know, 50 doing his shit, you know, he getting money, and then you know, Courtney Kemp really taking this shit to the next level, which is oh, yeah, she's going crazy. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, she in this world. So we can't, we definitely can't leave her out. You feel me? Not and at all. Right. That, it's just like, right. you know, Joseph, he's like Joseph Sequoia, phenomenal actor, like the role he's playing to Tommy. I was just started, I just recently started the Ozarks episode. Uh, okay, the, what the you think season. about this? New and season, I'm like, I, I'm, on, I'm on episode two, it's funny as fuck because I'm just uh, like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how I ain't, I ain't finished part one, but I don't know how the fuck they finna get out of this shit. Like, right, I really don't see them. And then you know, he and that shit, uh, playing the son of uh, buddy ass. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't know how they gonna get out of this because it's like. The, I ain't even know nothing about the nephew until the fucking first episode, and then yeah, you know, and then he do the shit with the sheriff. I'm like, and it's crazy in that you know we speaking about Chicago, but in that episode, the first episode when they talking, you know, he says something like, "How Chicago? Chicago is it still yeah. the same? I hope it didn't change." I was like, "Damn, that's kind of cold," because it's like you already know what Chicago's going through, but at the same time, like if this show is really setting it up like that, like Chicago, like was a hub for Chapo like that mm-hmm. they did have a you know Chicago historically did have a line to Chapo so it's like hey man I see I see the reference points in in these oh, shows shit. man it should be the shit real like that's why I say like and it is like you gotta think about it like that it's like even with the force shit you know the mob like that's like the mob you feel me like right. that's what I feel like they getting at with that shit you feel me like Chicago is a mob heavy type of city you feel me like, 100% bro like, like that's what we you know like my granny used to be, you know, she used to be like, man, like she used to go to work and she used to work at Jewels and she used to go past this bridge and she'd be like, yeah, don't, she's like, motherfucking Al Capone used to be dumping bodies in that motherfucking little river right there. And I'm like, yeah, she like dead ass. Like she like, I wouldn't cross that motherfucker at 730, 8 o'clock at night. She like, um, yeah, she, yeah, um just shit like that like motherfuckers know like if you've been in the city you know like especially if you got an old head somebody that's been out there in the streets like they know about you know the dynamics of this city you feel me when they like that shit that's what i'm saying I'm, i can't wait to see when they put in how far it trickled down so they did some all it's crazy because you did you, you did see that right so, yeah, the politician yeah so like that's speaking of the like, irish like, mob, yeah because yeah, like at the end of the day they you know they say like like i hope the motherfuckers ain't listening but they used to say the dailies was part of the mob you feel me of course. like like them niggas was the, the, uh, uh, of the, city, like, the, the, the mayors of the city you feel me like the mob like basically the, the mob owned the city shit so it's just like shit we gonna see how we, we basically gonna see how the dynamics play in force you know so it's like i don't i don't put a shit past like it's like this shit is is the it's the game you feel me like that's how the street shit is with the it trickles all the way down to 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 the to the corner boy but all we it touches the motherfucking mayor's office you feel me like, exactly from like, a corner boy to the mayor yeah you feel me so it's like from uh 
<laughs> I, I forgot. I forgot what Lori was. I was going to say whatever Lori was to the mayor. <laughs> her ass is the motherfucking mayor. She she was in a she was in a gang, right? So oh, they say. Lori Lightfoot. Yeah, I swear. I don't want to say the wrong thing, but I swear I heard people say that she was a stone. <laughs> oh, my, oh my god! Here you go. Oh, oh mighty Lori. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Mo. They did call her Big Mo Lori. They did. Uh, big Mo, <laughs> I didn't big know if that was a joke foot. or if it was real, bro. No, that shit is joke. <laughs> yeah, I think they did. Yeah, yeah, that's the word. Yeah, I definitely used to be. Out <laughs> they call Lori one of the bros. Is it because of how she dressed with the baggy suits? I was, I was really right, just right, right. the way she was dressing on top of the way she be acting. She be standing too. She be standing with that ice grill. <laughs> Her ass blow the fuck out of me, G. Uh, I, I, was, I was like all the time like to see her at the train station that if I could just, it's like if your future, pre, like your future constants can hit your your past body, like your past yeah. self. Like that's a, hey, that's a good premise like, for an anime. You, you need to write like, some. Like you should, like like you would be slapping the fuck out of people all the time. Like, if, <laughs> right. I, like, if, yeah. if if I just had that moment where she was like talking to me at the blue line, at the Logan Square blue line, like in my this conscious just went back into my past body, I would slap her yeah. in that moment, and I wouldn't even give a fuck. That's <laughs> because I know you finna fuck the city over, like the way right. you do. Like just hey, like, speaking fuck. on the city, man, I heard dibs is over. I don't know if if any of y'all really. Bro, hey, 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 they put oh, a ticket. They put a ticket on a on a toy car, bro. That's I saw it. it. It's just the aldermen's doing some petty shit. You feel me? Like, <laughs> but ultimately, like, I don't, I don't really give a fuck. I don't got a car right now, but I am in a right. about to purchase a new one. But it's okay. just like, I feel you. It's just like dibs is a sense of like. You know, you can't really like. I'm not finna shovel this spot out for another motherfucker. You feel me? And then, hundred percent, yeah, hell yeah. It's understandable, but I'm like, even the aldermen's gotta understand that shit because it's like shit, especially with street parking. It's like some motherfucker, yeah. like even it's like shit. I didn't got into it with motherfucking family members over street parking, and I ain't even knew this shit. Like it, it, it's real. Like motherfuckers really be out. It's real out here yeah. street parking yeah. shit. Like, like motherfuckers be out here claiming spots that you just be like. I ain't even know that was your spot, my nigga. Like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, snow, snow in Chicago is heavy, bro. And then, yeah, so if you go out, so if you, so if you go out there and you spend two hours shoveling, shoveling your car, your that's yeah. damn near. That's no, not damn near. That is my spot. Yeah, <laughs> that's my spot. You that's my spot. I didn't put a fucking, I didn't put a spray painted logo down on the grave spot. So you know this my spot. Yeah. So if you pull up, you're gonna have a whole problem. You're gonna flip your car out of the spot. You're you gonna see just, my tag right there. It's gonna say him? Gordo. <laughs> I'm telling you on the street, man. No, I definitely feel them, but I'm like, I just feel like the aldermen's just trying to take control of their neighborhoods, you know, try to show some type of like community. But it's like if that's the case, make it where the block is community. The block is actually shoveling off the fucking block, or either make it where you actually are getting snowplows to come through your community and shovel these side streets. Like yeah. it ain't like that's like you like you ultimately like you costing them money and fucking trying to be authoritative and show community. But it's like they going about it the wrong fucking way. Like don't mm-hmm. fucking don't 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 waste 
the motherfucking people's the actual taxpayer dollars having the police ride around giving tickets actually use that money and have motherfucking snow plows coming through the side streets and plowing your fucking car and plowing the streets exactly you feel me like hey we're gonna come through this side street at this time move y'all cars woo 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 like make it where it actually build a sense of community within the motherfucking communities you feel me like the aldermen's like i say these motherfuckers are not going about this shit the right way like it's just like at this day and age, like you, you, like you costing the fucking people and the people that are supposed to, that you want to vote for you money. They not finna right. vote for you doing shit like that. No. Like, like that's not finna keep you in that, in that little ass alderman seat that you praying gets you to send it or somewhere the fuck you want to go. Like, right. that's like, that's not going to help them. Like, that's what I'm saying with these politicians and these community activists and these aldermen, like y'all got to do shit that's beneficial for the people. Like we know that the mayor sucks at we know that the city sucks at, at shoveling the snow and putting down salt. So you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna make sure I come through. I'm gonna have snow plows going through the blocks that I got. You feel me? That's gonna be a budget out of our winter motherfucker, out of our fucking funds. You feel me? For the winter time when it gets and that's why I was gloomy, bro. That's why I was like, gloomy. You don't have to necessarily you don't have to necessarily use city trucks. You can have a, a portion of the budget, budget for a private for a private like, company. That's what I'm saying. You can go down up and down your box in your area. If I like, want to be a politician, if I want to be a politician, I eat these motherfuckers up. You feel me? They don't. They wouldn't see me because I'm like I like I would have a community behind me. Like it wouldn't even be no sense of it wouldn't be no questions asked. The community gonna fucking love me off of the shit that I'm gonna do for them. Like that's what I say. Like, right. We don't have. We don't have. At the end of the day, we don't really have no real fucking politicians no more because at the end of the day, back in the day, politicians they ate but they also gave back. You feel me? These mm-hmm. motherfuckers just at this day and age greedy and Eating. not giving us shit. Yeah, you feel me? Like, like they, they put niggas like Robert Goyevich in jail. You feel me? Like shit. Think about it. Robert Goyevich was eating and he made sure everybody ate in this bitch. You feel me? For the state of Illinois. You feel me? Like hey, he, hey man, yeah, he was doing well. Yeah. I fuck with Rob. Boy, that was that. Hey, he you want to be a bad politician, but a good politician at the same time, be a Rob Rob, be a Rob Bogoyevich. Don't be these asshole ass motherfuckers with just opinions and no motherfucking facts and no motherfucking facts to back that fucking shit. You feel me? Because that's mm. what a lot of these think, think, are. I think Rob. Out too. He right. He. I think he hey, out already. I think he is out. Shit. Fucking free Rob. <laughs> if he not, shit. Jesse Jackson Jr. Do you ready? Do your time. Fuck what you saying? Cause you next up. Right. <laughs> hey. Hey, Paul. Man, what was uh, what was that uh, Rick Ross event you was at? I saw that. Man, Ross. Ross came out here to Real Works. Shout out Real Works in Denver. Um, it was a great, it was a great event. All the local artists that came out, uh, my homie, um, Q, Q, he was, uh, he was, um, catering the whole event, uh, New Orleans style, Cajun food. Uh, Ross was here, man, did his thing, had the Bel Air out there. You know, they had a, they had a uh, Denver fashion show beforehand. Shout out to all the designers and, and, um, models. Uh, I was there talking and, and networking with everybody. Uh, man, it was a good event, bro. It was a good event. Okay. It was at Real Works on uh on a Sunday night. It was kind of weird to me that it was on a Sunday night, but I mean, it is what it is, right? Well, it is right. Is, time is nothing. The days of you, the week are nothing. They gave you President's Day off? No. Nah. No. Nah. Nah. Yeah, so I had to go to work the next day, you know. But, you know, it's all lit, good. Money off. Money don't sleep. I was lit. Exactly. It's all good. Exactly. Money don't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Money don't sleep. So yeah, yeah but it was a good right, event, man. man. Ross, Ross came out, man. I fuck with Ross, and you, you, you know the yeah. you know the catalog that Ross got. You know 
He's not a he's not a one of push over dudes. He he really got some music out here. And he uh and um him his performance and just everything. And like I said, shout out to my boy my boy Quester, man. He uh uh is uh catering. Um that's his own uh, his business and he's a celebrity chef. And um, oh, yeah. I got him at you know, I got him on the on the gram if y'all want to check him out. But oh yeah, he does a lot of the artists. Yeah, he does a lot of the artists that comes in uh in town. Um, he did Lottie Scotty. He did a uh, man. He did. Uh, I could probably name a bunch of people that he did, but he he did his thing. He did his thing, man. Oh, that yeah. food was good, man. That gumbo was good. That's all I got to okay. say. <laughs> hey, man, you said money don't sleep, and that low key reminded me. Actually, high key reminded me of a breach this weekend on Open Sea. Did you hear about this? Yeah, bro. People was getting their NFTs stolen. NFTs and crypto stolen. That shit's crazy. I mean, shit, it was bound to happen. You feel me? And then the crazy thing about it, OpenSea had been really one of the most popular ones that motherfuckers were using as like lore-based artists, you feel me? So that was Mm -hmm. really a hurt to the community. Like, man, can we really trust OpenSeas with our stuff as opposed to, you know, um, know being a big artist and you know being on foundation and things of that nature and so it's just like open seas have been the one for you know pretty much everyone to go to um and get some crypto i mean uh open up a wallet buy nft or either start their nft project so that was a big hit i feel like a lot of people were talking about ways to counteract this measure and things of the future if this was to occur again and so it, 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 it it's, it, it, you know, it's bound to happen to anybody's shit. Like it can happen to anybody's shit. Facebook happen it does it happens to Facebook all the fucking time. It happens to Twitter. It happens to everybody. So it happens like, to Chase. It happens like, to, like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I guess. I guess the loss of profit is just like the thing is that, you know, really there's no way for them to return that shit. And that's, really that's the thing because like with, with these other places that get a breach, it's still messed up. So don't, you know, take what I'm going to say, like, you know, it's still messed up, but at least it's like when, when those other places get raided, it's, it's your data, right? Yeah. So it's messed up because, all right, maybe, maybe your phone will, um, you know, your number will be sent out and you'll get a bunch of spam calls or something like that. But nine times out of 10, it's like, yeah, your, your data might be getting sold, but you're not necessarily making money off of your data or anything, or you're not going to necessarily see those immediate effects unless someone stole like your credit card and you you know you you feel a hit immediately but you know with this with this variable stuff it's like like you said someone's losing crypto and that can be however many thousands of dollars lost at once that is not fdic insured so you you know ain't no way to go and get that crypto back or or you know the nfts is gone so it's like damn like yeah, I was holding these for value and shit like that. And that begs the question, bro. You you, you said something. Let me, let me. Go ahead. Uh, no, no, I'm just gonna say, um, I was just thinking that NFT insurance. Like, how do you do that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How do you set I mean, that yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, ain't no, I don't think it ain't no NFT insurance. So it's like shit, we could actually be first niggas to actually do that. We insure your NFT. Fuck is you saying? Come on, come on. Like, like it's just like because it's like you get it, like I was gonna say you get a transaction history of what you do with your wallet, like you created this or you did this mm-hmm. or you, you got this move over here. So it's like there is the coding of it, but it's just like the thing is you with all of that shit, you lose the the smart, the smart uh contract. So it's just like, how do you really, how do you recover that? That's the, that's now, it's just like, now those are questions for the NFT community and how logistic this shit really can work. Because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. if I lose my NFT, I don't longer have the smart contract or do I keep, like, is the smart contract something that stays with my wallet that, in, but it's like, 
I thought that's tied to the NFT that's no longer in my wallet. Exactly. So it's just like right. that shit. Like it's just like it's a lot of logistics between this shit that motherfuckers really don't talk about. It's just like man, still the wild west. Like, I should have been a hacker. Fuck is you saying at this point? Really like, though? Like, really? Like, we really? Like we really should have been a hacker? Niggas need to like, pull some Ocean's Eleven shit. Let's you, go you right now. Me? Ocean's we Three. We finna, we, finna, <laughs> we finna take all of y'all the the apes. Fuck is you saying? Whoa, really though? We finna take all of them. And the biggest digital heist you that you the world me? has ever the, seen. Fuck is you right. saying? Right. I'm coming for all of us. Three anonymous assailants stole about hundred thirty apes. About two billion in crypto. <laughs> right. Right. Snatch all the fucking planet of the apes looking motherfuckers. Me, we Y'all can't do shit. They're gonna be it. looking for us on the metaverse. <laughs> Fuck is you saying? Can't right. do shit about it. Right. That should be crazy. Like, no, right. the, like the dirty three. You feel me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the, ha- the, ha- the hackers only known as the dirty three. Call this, call this lakes, lakes, lakes three. Fuck is you saying? Right. Oh, we go. We don't even get an ocean. We just at the lake with it. Yeah. Hey, lakeside trace. <laughs> we gone. <laughs> that's crazy. But no, that's crazy. Real, that shit. Like, that's like now that's a big question for the NFT community. You feel me? Because one buddy, like, oh man. He like you should just create more wallets and shit like that. And he like, yeah, the gas fees count add up. I'm like, then nobody's finna want to do that, especially as a, a as a small collector or a small artist. You're not finna build motherfucking multiple wallets and pay multiple gas fees and that shit. Not at all. And, and especially hey, when the, the, the profit to the 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 pay to profit margin is gonna be small. Like that's gonna be stupid as hell. And I'm like, yeah, that works for you, motherfuckers. That's laundering these big ass apes i guess but it's just like that's not working for the little artists you feel me the small time artists that are trying to get their name out there that's not going to be a that's not going to be a, a a fucking reality for them you feel me so it's just like i don't know like this shit is a really big it's a it's a hit and it's a really uh, eye-opener for a lot of people you feel me but it's just like i feel like the community gonna stay strong you feel me like the, the hype is not gonna die down but it's just like ultimately wow. i feel like there is going to be something next after NFTs now that we see that there's a security issue and security 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 concern, honestly. Yeah. Right, right. I was going to ask, so so OpenSeas had this breach, because I did read that. Um, so would wearable be be the second biggest one that people will probably use? I mean, I use wearable. That's where I ultimately go, and that's what I per- primarily going to put my future um, collection on. Um Right. So I feel like it, it like I say, it's not even about it being the biggest one. I feel like it's about the personal the personal use of it. You know, what the collector wants to see, what the person that's creating the content and selling and making the NFT wants to use. You feel me? Because every site has different gas fees and different um incentives to being on that site. Like me personally, like I'm on Rareable and I've collected about seven point something of their their token. You feel me? pretty much and that token kind of has a value outside of rareable but it also has a valuable within rareable that i'm going to utilize to buy my own nfts you know and so like that's big for me in a sense where it helps me in a sense because i want to kind of be in in the incense of being a collector and a person that's been making content and so the fact that i'm selling into nfts and getting something an incentive on those sales makes it big for me you feel me 
So it's just right. like, I feel, I, I feel like, it, like I say, like, and that was just me doing my research on my own and learning about Rarible and just seeing, you know, I like the platform. I like the way it looks. I like how they utilize it. Like you see the number of sales of a week. You see who's making sales in a day. You see what those sales are. And that's like, that's big. You feel me? Like that gives you like, that's like, that's huge for me. Cause I'm like, I'm looking at this community growing. I'm trying to figure out how this community growing. You feel me? And so like, that's when I was doing a lot of like kind of analytics behind it. Like, okay, I'm seeing that board apes making this much money a day. They're making this much sales for the week. Like they're the biggest seller of the week. Top three, you feel me? Like I'm looking at the people behind them. I'm looking at, the yeah. people that are, I'm looking at the people that are just like on my level, making the 500 to $300 sales. Like we're in the list. You feel me? Like that's, yeah. that's, that's big for me. You feel me? Like it's giving me the sense of like, okay, I see what the top dogs doing and I see what the people that are at my level are doing. And I'm like, okay, I want to be somewhere either at the top or in the middle. You feel me? Like that's how, yeah. that's how I viewed it. And so Rearable gave me that capability as an artist and a potential collector. Cause I'm, I can go and see what people are collecting. I can go see what collectors are buying. And I'm like, damn, I kind of want to buy that NFT too. Shit. So hey. it's like, like, it's like, it's like, like I say, it's like, it's all about, the aspect of the community and what the platform brings for you as a collector or whatever you want to be. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. And so I actually was having this concept conversation with um um with my with my sister the other day because she wants to like kind of do an NFT project for my niece. But I told her like that wouldn't work out in a sense of where we don't have this like pipeline to to like crypto. You feel me? Like yeah, because like, like I told her with, with this shit, it's a, a community thing, but we also have to have like crypto investors, you feel me? People that are invested yeah. in having crypto and have boatloads of crypto. Like I told her, like me and you right. and, and Paul and Ryan, we go out, out here going to buy crypto to just purchase an NFT. It's not going to help the the, 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 the collection. It's going to be too little, too little. Yeah. You know, yeah, you need exactly. a big influx of in cash, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like I told her, it's like it's all about this sense of community and just finding what works for you. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Getting tapped in. I see Cam out there. He in every uh, Instagram uh, live, Twitter space, clubhouse room. He really, he really on it. So I mean, yeah, you got to uh, get your name out there somehow. You feel me? And I feel tap like in with the uh, crypto valentines if you uh, if you uh or following uh, cook up cam online go tap in see what that is uh tap in with gordo of course on rareable you know i think you still got a few things up yeah i got three pieces up right now on Rarible. Yes, sir. Um, those are gonna probably stay up for a while because like i said i'm working on an actual big collection piece that i'm gonna probably try to fund myself um just all through me yeah. um and so that's going because like right now i'm doing a little behind the scenes trade marketing and you know llc and just to get everything you know legit solidified the legal side you know just in case you know somebody tries anything to like that shit that yeah you coming. oh we taking frankie you know the fuck hey, we know and <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna pay me okay, for taking the fuck you saying because that's exactly really, like that's that like that's the side that i'm you know accent looking into because i'm like at the end of the day the board the apes have to be some type of trademark or 
LLC. You feel me? So it's just like mm-hmm. that's the side that people are not seeing within the community as lower artists or people that are watching on the outside. Like, hey, damn, they're doing this shit and making millions. Let me try to do this. Hey, make sure you got all your sh- got all your ducks in row, bro. Like, you got to make sure. So it's just like, hundred percent. Like that's how I feel. Hundred like, percent. You got to go about this shit. And so with the first with the first couple stuff with the Mana Angels and everything like that, I didn't really. You know, that was really with a project with Cam that we did together, you know, and collab with. It was just like I just created the angels, you know, so it wasn't really anything that I had to do on my end behind the scenes in regards to getting that project out other than just creating the angels. Yeah, that's when I feel like there's a lot of stuff like we want to make sure like, um, you know, like you say, just getting the legit side of it, you know making sure like if there are investors and people like that you talk with them and they they have an idea what they can do within the community and for the community shit like that because i'm seeing a lot of big name artists really step into the game like marikami getting ready to step in the game i've Um, seen that mcfly he been in the game making some noise lately like like um bro but you but you know what like you See that was that was that was that was my concern, right? And, and we talked about this before. And Gordo, you're one of these, right? Like you said, Murakami, right? Not fucking Murakami, but like he's an artist, artist, right? Yeah, he was. He's an artist, artist. So he he, so he got something. He like he, he he's actually gonna probably do a mural or do like a painting or something, just kind of like what we was talking about. See, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then he's gonna post that NFT. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, no, but I'm like ver, 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 versus. No, but the crazy thing is, no, I was gonna had, say versus it being all digital. Yeah, no, the crazy no, but the crazy thing is, he had shown yeah. us his, his early on project that he was gonna release as NFTs, and it was all digital pixel work. It was like pixel stuff, and it was like it wasn't, it wasn't, it was like almost in the sense of what they did with the board, your ape, the board yacht, the board apes, but it was more um, scaled down in the sense where it wasn't really too much difference but it was different you feel me like it was like some mirakami shit like it but it was like honestly like i'm like hey he dropped this this shit would have sold like honestly like i'm like hey he dropped this people would have bought this off of the simple fact that it was mirakami and there's like a simple little significant changes in each one of these potential nfts and i'm just like damn like it's just like shit like that like damn it's like it gives you hope, but then it's just like, damn, these big names really going to come in here and, and and just take a lot of recognition. You feel me? Like, and a lot of like eyes are just going to be on them. And that's just the, and, that, and that's just the game in itself. But it's uh-huh. just like, it's just like, damn, like it makes the lower, like, I feel like I say, like the lower artists, like damn, when these people do get in these spaces, it's just like, fuck, what do we do to compete? You feel me? So it's just like, you have to go in these, like, like, like C say, you have to be in these, in at these Twitter spaces and shit like that. It's like me personally, I don't have the time to be in these Twitter spaces like that, but it's like, I'll have the time once my project is up and running. Like, I'm not going to go mm. in these Twitter spaces right now with nothing. You feel me? Yeah. Like, like that's the thing about it. Like, I right. don't want to be in you, like you can't bring it's like it's like right. you're not you're, you're in the artistic process right you, you want to be yeah. ready you don't want to go yeah. there bullshitting like yeah. hey because it's like yeah right. i know this and i'm finna do this no i want to go there with something substantial because at the end of the day like that's what i'm saying like in these spaces you do have the collectors you, you do have the investors that'll potentially back your project and work with you in backing this project you feel me so i'm not mm-hmm. finna go in that bitch with nothing you feel me so it's just like i say it's a sense of you know niggas just gotta like i say just you know 
get the sense of community so you can compete with these big names, but also just know you can still stay relevant within yourself if you make sure that you do what you're doing. You feel me? Yeah. Right. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. Exactly. Come on now. Come on now. Well, you see us. You see us. Hey, you know, you spoke You spoke proper preparation and, uh, you know, I definitely found a, a opening to kind of plug, you know, the new offering from the COD, you know, COD TV. Episode three is out yeah. there now. Um, but when you talk about yeah, proper yeah. preparation, uh, you know, just the past two episodes, which which kind of, you know, explained, you know, at the beginning of the episode, I said, you know, where we've been at the past two weeks. So, you know, one week it was Tuesday. Uh, my cousin out here, Phoenix Walters, shout out him. He he asked, you know, he raps and whatnot and he asked me to uh, manage him. So, you know, got him uh, hooked up with a show, went out there to film it and um shit man I, I really expected to get on the camera with y'all probably the next day but you know it, getting really back in that mix kind of wiped me out so that first week that was on me but you know people did get to see that episode did get to see his show and and you know our whole day setting up that show and whatnot um nice. next tuesday exactly next tuesday we were right back at it i'm trying to kind of just give people a little no jumper vibe or something like that like out in the streets get a couple interviews like in the on the fly show some real like events and shit like that but you know the second the second week you know we performed in dc i got on stage two so you know we showed that and then i hit y'all both up again and it was like hey you know we really got our tuesday thing rocking so so you know twice in a row we ain't get to you know really speak to y'all but on the same token, we do have the COD TVs, which I'm trying to get more of, you know, even if y'all are out and about at, you know, stuff like that, if y'all ever get footage, send that shit to me. Yeah, we can I got really you. start rocking. Start, out yeah, here. no, I got you. That was dope. I I'm not trying to, it. I'm not trying to, you know, really put this out there. So I'm going to bleep his name. But, um, you know, he said he got a storefront. He said he mm-hmm. actually got a storefront that he's about to, you know, open shop, you know, have some other brands in there. Um, but I told him when he when he really is opening that and he has the grand opening, let me know. I'm flying in. I got the camera show. out. Exactly. Like, and I said, not only am I gonna do the COD TV episode, but me and Gordo are gonna do the uh and hopefully, you know, if Paul, you in town too, we're hey, gonna we get the, the, the live, live episode, episode for real. I'm gonna bring That'd the be... mic in. We gonna hey, I'll, set hey, up shop. Let's do it. <laughs> hey man, I'm hey, I'm on the plane, bro. Let me know. Come on, bro. Just like 50, we trying to start a universe out here. Hey, God universe. We got the Discord. We got the TV episodes. We got the radio. We got the podcast. They, yeah, man. (laughs) Discord be wilder. Yeah, bro. And your network, your network is your net worth, man. You know, I'm gonna pick this out there on on a card too. And what I've learned because I'm a I'm an extroverted introvert right okay. i love my okay. my long my long time and Fact but i though. could be but i could be social you know what yeah. i mean yeah and and if you're in business or you're or you're doing art or you're you're in it um you still got a network in order to you know grow your business or, or get your art out there and um it's a skill to learn if you don't have it naturally some people got it naturally right but um, we use these platforms, Discord, the, the, you know, the podcast, the Kai TV, the Kai Radio, whatever, right? Just to mingle with people and kind of get out there and meet people and get our stuff out there. And we've been kind of blessed, right? We've been yeah. kind of blessed to have the community that we got. Now, what song, what song should we play at the end of this episode? 
I know we got Donda 2 stream waiting, maybe for all hey, kinds. Hey, hey. Donda 22222. That shit is <laughs> that shit is in theaters right now. I tried to get a ticket for the night, but it was sold IMAX, out. IMAX, damn. At the IMAX. See, the IMAX. only reason I don't do that is because you know Kanye doesn't start on time. Like, how am I gonna look sitting in a theater? Like, come on, G. Like, I'm just waiting. Like, see, when they right. put the genius in theater, I'll go see that. I'll go yeah. see genius because I know it's gonna start. And actually, we didn't even mention genius. Have y'all tapped? In? I haven't. I, 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 I like I said, I just got back on the Netflix. I've been on the docket for next. next yeah, next week. Yeah, next week because because at least this week you're gonna have the second episode, so we gonna have a lot to talk about. Talk about next and episode. then on top of that, we gotta we can have if we actually get down to two, we'll have some intellect. Yeah, and yeah. Can divulge in that. You feel yeah. me? So it's gonna be interesting. You feel me? And I need to hear your thoughts on Stranger Things four. Oh man, that they finna yeah. So I'm. I didn't. I, I just I've saw been, the poster. I didn't see a trailer. Is there? A trailer? I didn't. No trailer yet. They just uh, dropped the. They dropped promotional shit. Like I didn't see. Before. I didn't see Lucas on it on the poster. He no. They actually dropped four different posters. Okay. So that was the crazy part about it. But they're all. I like to say where 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 they all, but, they, <laughs> but eventually they all tie them all together in one single uh-huh. poster. But it's just like he's in one poster with Max, and they're mm. kind of having a eleven and. Mike moment that they had in Stranger Things three when they kind of like okay. looking back, they kind of looking back behind them at some shit. You feel me? So it's just like yeah. I'm excited, like shit. I've been a Stranger Things fan since like the first episode. The beginning, and, yeah. yeah. So it's just like with them coming out with this is I've been waiting. So it's just like you know I've been I was like it's been the pandemic and then now they talking about this next season gonna be in two parts, and I'm mm-hmm. like I'm kind of tired of that shit. But I'm like if it's Stranger Things and this is gonna be like part of the like they saying that this is the begin the end is the beginning so this is kind of them wrapping everything up and so with them wrapping putting this in two parts i can take that i'll take that you feel me so right. it's like the kids getting older they can't like it's like they can't push the the child dialect anymore you feel me so it's like i feel like they trying to you know they got a pivot yeah, yeah they got a pivot and they bringing everything to a close so i'm like it's gonna be exciting to see like shit i i fuck with david harbour you know they got lucas you know um Caleb, you know, I, I fuck with yeah. all of them. You know, I follow the outside product projects like Finn. You know, he was, you know, the voice of Pugsley mm-hmm. and um Adam's family, you know, two uh CGI joint, you know. So I'm I like I, I I fuck with them, you know, love Millie, you know, she been doing her thing. So it's just like I've just I've been happy to see them bring back this universe that you know got, has left everybody with a lot of different questions. Like we don't know. Like, we really don't know what to truly expect. We just know motherfuckers going to be in Russia. They're going to be in California. They're going to be in Hawkins, Indiana. And But all this shit is going to be ultimately tied together somehow. And it's just like, damn. Yeah. And then, and then, and then on how they left the last season with uh, my girl losing her powers. So it's just mm. like, we know we finna have a whole reawakening moment. And that's like, we going to know, like, that's going to be an emotional chapter for her. So I'm like, it's a lot to see, see and expect, you know? So I'm just like, the Duffer brothers even came out was just like, you know, we, you know, we never, we, we, we thought that we knew that this was going to be. They didn't expect it was going that long. Yeah. Like, yeah, we didn't know it was going to be this long. You feel me? But it's like, right. you know, it's coming to the end, but they also kept it open to the doors that potentially there will be stranger things spinoffs. You feel me? So it's like, they kind of like, like you say, like, you know, people like with 50, like they potentially could be milking a deal with Netflix where like now, mm-hmm. you know, there are stranger things books. You feel me? There are yeah. books, but there are books. And, and so, this is one thing I did want to ask, like, because it seems like it's such a 
perfect story to come from the comic book world but we know that it didn't start as a comic book like they created this for and as a tv show yeah so do they have comics now or is that what they Um, might do or there are stranger things comics um i don't know how in depth they are into the storyline if i actually did i actually read it if i'm if i'm correct i actually might have read a stranger things comics that was kind of like part of the story but it was like um before 11 story but it's tied into 11 story now that's the crazy thing about it that's what i'm saying with the books it's like and i've read part of the books and so it's like even with the books you get so in depth where it's just like one of the books follows 11's moms up until the birth of 11 and so like we see we know 11's mom because we see her character in the story but we don't see what happens to her fully so it's just like that's a spinoff that could potentially be happening you feel me like Mm -hmm. it's so much it's like i say and then it's the other kids one through fucking 10 you feel me like those kids have stories within the storyline too that come out you feel me so it's just like yeah it's a lot of stuff that like it's like we see like they see the demogorgon before it actually it's given a name and actually does what it does in hawkins and shit like that so it's just like it's a lot of, it's like it's almost like the game of thrones since since uh fandom you feel me like the shit is so big that they were able to write books and stuff like that based off of the series and now this stuff can actually potentially be you know tv shows movies and all that stuff now you feel me so it's just like it i feel like that's the greatest part of being a creator you feel me like even with squid games they he has that aspect where even if he does a season two he can leave so many questions but then that shit that he can get spinoffs like that's the great part about being a creator and the writing aspect and creating these worlds and realms of worlds like you can create so many you you can create so many stories within this one universe if you have the mindset to do it you feel me you can universe build and that's what i love about you know artists and you know writers and people that you know really i love manga creators that because they do it a lot like they create these universes and worlds that they submerge us in marvel universe dc like they've done it you feel me like it's it's i feel like that's the biggest part about you know with these major series like stranger things and game of thrones like rick and morty even you feel me like we like you can give some of those characters side character spinoffs is within rick and morty just because we don't know much about the storyline or what they've been through other than their interactions with rick and morty you feel me yeah so i was i just finished i just actually sat and watched season five of that shit and i'm just sitting here like with the way they ended that i'm just like they're gonna go so many realms with this shit it's just like rick and morty just doesn't seem like it's gonna end you feel me like like it's gonna be one of those tv shows we watching season 20 of you feel me right like not the cleveland show though you feel me but (laughs) (laughs) but yeah come on (laughs) but yeah no stranger things like i'm definitely excited to see i just it's just i haven't been on my netflix shit but it's just like netflix need to like they got to step it up you feel me so it's just like you know stranger things is one of their hard hitters you feel me so it's just like they plan to give us part one in may and then the next part in june in july so that works out with time frame because i'm like i don't know when the fuck second part of ozarks is coming out so i'm just taking this shit episode by episode honestly because <laughs> so, <laughs> i've been waiting for this part since helen got our blue hair blew off a long ass time ago shit so i'm just like shit 
I feel like that's the thing now. Everybody's doing two parts seasons or two parts of finales of, of, of shows now. So it's just like, that's the new thing. But I just feel like with Netflix, they got to find a way to keep their viewers engaged and keep the content fresh. You feel me? Right. Yeah, they were saying uh, they had posted something about Disney Plus, how uh, like a, a bunch of their ratings had fell off after The Mandalorian, right? But the, but the thing about it is, is like they they're not coming with anything fresh. Like I people mean, want to be engaged. I mean, like, like this is this is the generation of instant gratification. You know what I, I mean? I think it's that weekly shit. You feel me as well? You feel me? Because this is like think about it like this. Like they shit was successful. Like WandaVision, Loki, right? Loki, I like WandaVision. A lot of people. Um, the Black Panthers. I mean, not. I mean the uh. I'm calling his ass Black Captain America, Captain America, yeah. Falcon shit. Um, even with the Hawkeye shit, it's just like, I think it's just that weekly episode shit. Nobody wants to sit on a streaming service and watch a weekly episode series. You feel me? That's the purpose of TV. You feel me? If that was the right. case, put this shit on TV. You feel me? Like, right. we want to watch the entire series in that. Drop the whole season. Series. That's what right. I'm saying. So it's just like, that's what you, in like, and ultimately these streaming service, like, as the marketing people behind us, like y'all have to clearly see this, like the binging, ex- like people, like I'm like, even though I'll fucking binge a whole series and figure out, hey, it's coming out weekly now. Sometimes I won't even watch that shit weekly until the whole series is out because at the end of the day, yeah. I don't want to watch, like I don't want to be sitting on the edge of my seat every week. You feel me? Like I don't want to be sitting here thinking about, damn, I got to watch Euphoria or make time for Euphoria. Let me just go binge watch the whole season when I got fucking time. You feel me? So it's just like yeah. that was the that was the the huge part of having streaming services that we're losing now. Like, why am I waiting to see motherfucking part two of fucking Eight <laughs> old Ozarks <laughs> season finale in motherfucking in June of in, in December of this year when I that shit came out last year like that's stupid as fuck like my attention span on what happened I didn't sell so much other shit I don't even remember who the fuck none of these motherfuckers are and the emotional detach attachment that I had to the characters I'm losing you feel me so it's just like this is what they they really that's what I'm saying as creep like as people they're doing the streaming service they got to think about the marketing they got to think about the people the attention span of the people the character investment the investment that these people have in the characters like even with Umbrella um, Umbrella Academy they dropping the ball with that like it's, oh, yeah they are like, like it's like it's you can't it's like you can't like you can't do you can't come with this content and not and then slow it down with the pace that you're giving it to us like that's like it's like it's like almost making us it's like i'm gonna just keep it the analogy motherfuckers being crackheads you feel me like it's like and doing drugs you feel me like we doing drugs and then you're trying to slow it like you're trying to it's like they literally try to take us off and then wean us back on like it's like you can't do that like keep paying the motherfucker until I guess we OD off the shit or either like <laughs> or whatever the fuck it is. Like I don't know what they what they intention is, but it's just like I just feel like that was a big huge that was a big huge fault with Disney Plus. Like they had gave us all the Mandalorian, and then they came with these weekly ass shit, and then that was just like we not doing no weekly ass shit, bro. Like we not coming. To nah, this. nah, bubble like, fat. We not we not coming to we not coming to Disney Plus every week, bro, just to see an episode. Cause that's what they did with season two. I feel like that was like the weekly shit that they did with season two, a Mandalorian. And I was like, okay, this kind of fucking up the vibe. Like, I want to watch the whole shit. You feel me? Like, I want to see. I want to see what the fuck happens next, bro. Don't keep me in suspense for a week. I don't yeah. forgot what happened. 
You feel me? Especially, <laughs> when, especially when you got the euphorias and the uh, and and the powers and the fuck like the, hey, that's, man. That's that's the, like you can't like you as a we gotta service, have a conversation about euphoria. <laughs> hey man, oh man, they talking that's... about the set getting wild. They you know it's a little creepy. They was trying to force some wild shit. Like they saying this show is just off the rails. Man, the, the back the, this this week's episode was definitely the most intricate episode of TV I've ever seen. It's they saying like, they saying Zendaya need to win an award. If she's part of the writing for this episode, no. If if anything, the person that wrote that the the person that this episode was centered around was the character Lexi. Okay. And so, if anything, she should win an award for her supporting actress in this episode. Her character is amazing, honestly, I feel like, because she's observant. Like, she pretty much breaks down everybody's life, but their life intertwined with her and how, right. she, and how she views it. And this episode really hurt a lot of motherfuckers' feelings, but it also, like, put a lot of shit out there, you feel me? And so it's going to be crazy to see where they go from after this episode regards to friendships and regards to how the characters move within themselves and things of that nature so it's just like it's really dope as fuck like honestly euphoria has some crazy ass writing but this is one of the writings that i didn't see like this lady literally put her life on stage as a play and so if you were if you were her friend or a person that she interacts with you were in this play as a as a character but your name wasn't but you were written as a, a character with a different name you feel me but you would know if you were watching it, like, hey, that's fucking me. And so imagine your friends and your family sitting in the fucking audience watching this shit. Everybody around you has nobody, no real context and none of this shit, but you do. You feel me? So you sitting there like, get the fuck out of here. So it's like her sister sees her character and it's just like, it fucks her sister up. That nigga Nate sees his character and he goes into his psychotic episode as, as like he does at least once every episode. But it's just like it's really interesting how she did it. Just like damn, like she puts a lot of shit in perspective on like how you know we sit in our we sit like we sit and kind of watch. Sometimes we kind of sit and watch life happen to us. You feel me? And I yeah. think that I think that was one of the biggest parts of this week's episode. It's just like she kind of like kept talking about how we wanted to do so much with our when we got to when we got to high school and freshman year and all of this woo woo, woo. but eventually she just sat there and watched life happen to her because she was in a sense waiting for her turn like she was like because that's what that was the part with her sister her sister she was like her sister went through puberty got her body and woo woo, woo and she was like okay 365 days later i'm gonna be looking just like that and so i'm gonna just wait my turn but that never her body her body never develops like that and she and life just continues to happen and she's like i just couldn't sit there and continue to let life happen i had to eventually jump in and indulge in it you feel me and that was like the biggest part that i was like okay this is a beautiful ass episode and beautiful ass writing just off of the simple fact of we get lexi's character in the way mm-hmm. we do and we see and like that's a simple message that i feel like a lot of kids and people a lot of adults in general just need to you know have like we can't just just sit in life and let life happen to us we have to you know 
be engaged and take control yeah exactly take control or try to make our own our own moments or create our own opportunities you feel me and so it was dope that's powerful bro yeah it was a powerful like i was saying it was a power it it was like the message behind it was very truly powerful but i feel like people were so on the surface with what so so the surface shit like people are like okay they they doing some wild ass shit in high school like no look at what she's actually talking about in the message of, like i love play like the theater like when denny was in the fucking theater school at the paul i was going to play it's like i love that shit like theater is one of the biggest parts and so it's just like when she put that shit on theater it, it, it showed her life because lexi's a very simple character that you don't really get too many screen time love but it's like when you see this episode in this season and how they showing her sides then it's just like damn this girl is really amazing and like her her message behind her play was just how she it's like she made a satire of her life but also gave it a a a, a message you feel me like i've never seen anybody do no shit like that and so it's just yeah. like for them to do that within the show was just like to do that within the show of a show like i mean to do that within the show is just like really kind of wild and really really dope as fuck yeah. so I feel like Euphoria definitely gonna win some more motherfucking awards. You feel me? So it's just like <laughs> it's just like right. you know. I know they having like they little drama on the set between um, some of the uh, actresses and the um, the director. You know, so but you know that's that's any fucking series. You feel me? Like everybody starts to think they the hot shit, but it's just like at the end of the day, you got to remember this is what made you hot, and you know. And I always and and I always think, bro, like like maybe you know do. Do actors get to a point, right? And this is probably a rhetorical question, right? Because none of us can answer it. But I always think to myself, like, do actors get so much in character that behind the scenes they start acting like they character because they got all got these relationships with each other, so they so they get to arguing and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it could be a sense, but it's like I don't even know. This is like shit. You got to think about it like this. Everybody be feeling like they got the juice, so it's just like shit. Eventually, right. somebody gonna be like, "I got more juice than these motherfuckers," so I'm the top shit. Cause you gotta think about it. Like, I was like, "Shit, I ain't even really peep." Like, if you go and look at the main cast of Euphoria, all of them are sent over like a hundred million followers. I mean, a hundred, a hundred follow. I mean, a million over a million followers. You feel me? So it's just like that's that's already ego boosting in a sense. You feel me? On top of you feel me like they getting these cover magazines and shit like that outside of euphoria so it's like like i say it's all about juice you feel me so it's like whoever feel like they got the juice they probably be in that bitch feeling themselves or but it's like at the end of the day none of them can now feel themselves over zendaya so it's just like shit at the end of the day it's just like yeah I'm stay in your stay in your lane I, you feel me like other than that i wouldn't even be, i wouldn't just be coming to work to work and you know you know, pick Zendaya's mind on what the fuck she doing and her projects. Yeah. Other than that, I just be chilling. You feel me? I don't understand. I really that's what I'm saying. I really don't understand how that can really truly be any beast within cash. You feel me? Other than a motherfucker doing some fucked up shit. You feel me? Right. Well shit, man. That's you know we ain't arguing behind the scenes and that's all that matter. <laughs> ain't no ain't no ain't no ain't no ain't no Twitter fingers happening here. And that's hey, the cod is the navy. The cod is the army. Better yet, the navy. You hear me? Kidnap your baby. Spit at your lady. Come on, man. Come on. We moving like a fucking unit, man. Episode fifty nine. I'm gonna probably just play the new little Dirk since uh, you know we've been talking about Chicago and you know, hey. we just got uh turned up. He got a new track out called Aha. New album mm-hmm. is dropping soon, so you know he out here Next killing month. it and whatnot. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
Shout out and we're gonna, we gonna come back next week, episode 60. Just uh, killing it, man. More milestones for you. Let's yeah, go. 100%. Tap in. It's the COD. It's the COD. The COD. Cherry Production. Hey, this shit like videos, you hear me? Everything I'm saying this motherfucker's all props. This shit is not real. Just in case the police listen, huh, man? I speed music. Smash. Slide. Slide. Man, we don't respond yeah. to shit. Yeah. We Vaughn. I'm like, fuck it. You trippin'. Get it. Go get it. Get your gun. gun. They droppin'. Locations. I'm getting it done. Fuck tweeting. Yeah. We sliding. Yeah. The feds. Yeah. Come. Man. He fucking his bitches. Bitch. Some niggas. Nick. His sons. Get it. I'm hanging. Man. We killers. Yeah. We breaking. Yeah. A bond. I'm saying, he spin. You need a pill to slide. He all follow milligrams. He been a fan. I see niggas really killing shit. Post shit on Instagram. You doing that? You might as well go to court and say you killed a man. I don't claim niggas who be with ops. I tried to wheel him in. The trenches like a sport. You grab that ball and turn to kill a man. Switches on me. All face shots. We changing dental plans. All fast cars. Make it scar. We don't do rental vans. I can have your homie set you up. Is that some middleman? Uh-huh. Cherry Production.